Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. One is Mark and John's the other. They're just friends. They are not lovers. It's two old queens. It's two old queens. They're just sassy, not that mean. Two old queens. It's two old queens. Now shut up. Hello. Welcome to Duo Queens. I'm John Flynn. I'm Mark Reddy. Oh, Mark, I am so excited for our guest this week. Please let everyone know who's joining us. They're a creative director and maker of live experiences. Thank mm-hmm. you. It's Eric Hall. Woo, 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 woo. Wow. <laughs> Air horn. Now, That's maker me. of live experiences sounds like you're like yeah, a party planner. That's right. Oh, do That's you? what I do. In I'm a, a party planner. So you blow up balloons is what you do. <laughs> yes, I'm a party clown. <laughs> I'm just a sad clown. Do you like themed parties? Do you like throw a theme party? Uh, you'd think that as someone who expects people to get into interactive, immersive live experiences that I would also be a good attendee. But I, I am a director at heart, so I just like to be in the back corner I see. and observing uh, and... I like to nudge people forward when they should participate, but um, I'm better at volunteering other people to participate than <laughs> you. Don't want to be the one participating. I I think that my boyfriend would say that I am being false. I'm happy to participate, but I'm always I'm always I like the aerial view. I like to sort choice. of like sit back. Yes, gotcha. yes, you love a mezzanine. I love that mezzanine <laughs> second row where you can really get the you get the full picture, the big picture, Nothing's in your way. that wide lens. <laughs> yes, that's what I, I like. I find theme party and parties with like dress codes like that really like 
spikes is an anxiety spike. It sends for me. you over, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's really tough for me. You love that. that it's tough fourth to find wall. the right theme that you don't feel too much pressure. Like, ideally, yeah. you want a theme that makes people be like, oh, this is a fun idea, as opposed to like, oh, I have to do this. Do you remember in the early 2000s, I remember doing this like when I was in college, like, we, there'd be like white trash parties. Oh, dear. Oh, do you remember yeah. those? I'm sure those I never had one of those. Sure. I, I threw a lot of theme parties. You never in had college. one of those. No, I th- uh, the pretentious art party was one I did a couple times. What or, was is that what it's called? The pretentious, the pretentious art, party? art party. So I would have like art so people could like create stuff. There was always like a performance art section of the night. John. People would, you know, just where did just you live that you could like host these things? It was college. Oh, you in know. college. You just college carry around games. a pipe and keep telling people this is yeah. not a pipe. And, right. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. There's like an art gallery in the hallway. It was a lot of fun. What were some of your other themes? Uh, the tacky formal. So just like people sort of dress up, but in sort of like a gross way. But you're from Jersey. Like, how could you tell the difference? Uh-huh. Ooh, These parts of- Ooh, sick burn. burn. Thank you. Uh, they would also sometimes be attached, because I was also a theater major, they would be like attached to a show. So like, there was a, they did a show called Bloomers. And so the theme was wear your underwear on the outside too crazy there was a, like a, i mean also we were just a bunch of horny college kids who were just like uh, yeah do you think in this day and age you could wear your underwear on the outside like at an officially sanctioned cast party if it's it officially like, sanctioned, sanctioned. <laughs> yeah sure the unofficial now <laughs> probably why not i mean if I everyone's doing it things are... well, well it wasn't like just wear your underwear it was like so people had like underwear over their jeans oh well right no yeah. yes and yes. then there's one where it was a bunch of surrealist plays so everyone you were supposed to come as if you were someone else in the theater department Department. Oh, oh that's fun. That's good. I did that once. We there was a costume party for my friend. They threw for their birthday, and I contacted their sister. I was like, "Hey, I want to dress as our friend Ash." So they let me into Ash's room. Have you seen a bunch this, of their Have clothes. you seen these parties where like every all the guests show up as the birthday girl or boy or whatever? No. Oh, no. Yeah, that's kind of fun. Where everyone is either wearing a mask. My cousin threw one for her husband. Where um, it's like everyone, Night of a Thousand Husbands. Y- right? Yes, and like everyone had a printed, col- you know, full color print mask of Gary and was wow. wearing. That's a nightmare. Uh, yes, a exactly. psychotic break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The way. But I saw someone level up where they actually bought wigs. Like some some boss had this signature bob and a certain oh, like must be le- nice to have a budget and so everyone yes exactly i thought this is a theme party with a budget that's pretty good and in an office setting which you know i would not participate in so no never no, 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 no. an hr nightmare <laughs> that sounds fun though not not bad yeah it's funny halloween is my favorite sure uh, mm-hmm. holiday of all time and yet okay. i'm not a dresser upper like i don't i oh, don't yeah. have the costume full of you, you know don't start planning months no in advance. I in my brain I do <laughs> like I have a theoretical plan and then in actuality right. suddenly the thirty first rolls around and I'm like oh crap I didn't I th- do anything I think I always like I'm always like oh I do like kind of want a fun costume but then I never think of it till too late and then like well I don't want to do right. it ha- I the, for some reason doing it half ass like I can't do it either I do it like great and nail it or I don't want to do it at all I have a couple gotcha. jaunty hats I, I'll like I'll put on <laughs> sure. a sure. yeah a jaunty hat or a headdress or something like that <laughs> something I have with a the occasion. Yeah, I'll, yes, really exactly. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. But I also hate wearing makeup, like as an actor in college theater. Sure. If I had to play the old man or something, <laughs> I was like, oh God, I just hate wearing makeup. I couldn't, I will never so win RuPaul's drag, drag Race despite my best intentions. You know? <laughs> sure. Yeah. You were so close otherwise. I know, I was really <laughs> on my way. Because you. yes. you're always tucking for some reason. <laughs> that's right, that's right. <laughs> that just goes without saying. Right, yeah. that's just a Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, that's where we edit. We, we, could we cut the we cut the dead zone in the between. No, <laughs> leave it. I was gonna say. Speaking of bloodsuckers, like RuPaul, up? I don't know. No, maybe. no, I don't know. I don't think I have. I don't have a segue. 
You don't? I <laughs> thought I did, but it was like a, too much a track uh, delay. I think you can find one. Keep going. Okay. You know, speaking of Clint, the Are artist we? Gustav Clint. Oh, Klimt. Okay. Pr- Klimt. Pretentious art party. Okay. Klimt. Sure. Gustav Klimt. All right. We're rolling with okay. you. Yeah. He inspired an outfit in the movie we're talking this is about. true. Today. What is up, Mark? Today we're talking about Bram Stoker's Dracula. John, Dracula. what's the deal with Bram Stoker's Dracula? Mark, let me tell you the deal with Bram Stoker's Dracula. It was directed by Francis Ford Coppola with a screenplay by James V. Hart based on the 1897 novel Dracula by Bram Stoker. Stoker. And centuries-old vampire Count Dracula comes to England to reunite with his long-lost love. And it stars Gary Oldman, Winona Ryder, Anthony Hopkins, Keanu Reeves, Richard E. Grant, Carrie Elways, Billy Campbell, Sadie Frost, and Tom Waits. It was released on November 13th, 1992 and made $216 million off a budget of $40 million. Roger Ebert said, The movie is an exercise in feverish excess, and for that, if for little else, I enjoyed it. And David Anson of Newsweeks wrote, Coppola's remake throws so much fancy technique at its story that the usually foolproof drama at its core gets drowned in a tide of images. It's not scary, it's not suspenseful, and its eroticism is largely theoretical. However, it was nominated for four Academy Awards, winning three of them for Best Costume Design, Best Sound Editing, and Best Makeup. It lost Best Art Direction to Howard's End. (laughs) Insanity. I just want to say that theoretical eroticism is my middle name. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) In theory, I'm very eroticism. (laughs) Well, Eric, we asked you to pick a movie to discuss, and you chose Bram Stoker's Dracula. I did. Why Bram Stoker's Dracula? In my memory as a young... So I was born in 1983, so I was young when this came out. Mm -hmm. I don't remember when I first watched it, but I was, in my brain, this was like the gayest, most lush, kind of campy, (laughs) over-the-top, sensual Mm -hmm. film. Uh, It's mostly because I love the costume designer. Her name is Eiko Ishioka, and I think she's, I'm just obsessed with her. She did The Fall and The Cell, films by Tarsem. Yeah. As well as Mirror Mirror, which we don't talk about as much. Um, <laughs> no, but, you know, we, we can give it a nod. But yeah, I think that the costumes and that kind of sensuality it lodged in my brain as a little queer boy in a way that then took root, and my memory of the film became something way gayer and more campy and delightful than my rewatch a few nights ago, which I was like, <laughs> "Wow, this is actually a this is a pretty straight film." Um, and yeah, the theoretical sensuality, sexuality, theoretical eroticism, eroticism. Yeah, I mean. There is a moment when a vampire bride is sucking on Keanu Reeves' nipples, so that's fun. Something. I think maybe I just wanted to be that vampire bride. Sure. Wow. When don't you want to be don't a vampire bride, all. though? Or maybe I want to be Keanu Reeves. I don't know. But yeah, so I chose this mostly as a nod to my favorite costume designer of all time, Eiko Ishioka. Um, okay. That's awesome. kind of gay, just to choose sure. a movie based on a costume <laughs> of designer. Of course. Absolutely. Uh, what about you, John? Had you seen this before? I, in fact, saw it when it came out. I was in college, and I just realized Francis Ford Coppola, uh, I went to the same college that he did. Oh, really? In fact, he started Winky Ding. Yeah. Fun. And still, still is running Did today. they have Coppola posters, like, up on the wall? No, they didn't. Oh, that's too oh, bad. I know. No too nod. Bad. Mm. But I saw it when it came out in the theaters, and I hadn't seen it since, until uh, last night. And... Yeah, uh, it's fine. It, like, it's beautiful to look at. Yeah. I remember thinking, like, it's like it's sumptuous, I think, is the word that I saw in a lot of reviews, which I think is uh, apropos. It's sure. like, beautiful to look at. Some of the acting is real rough. It's you don't We don't have a lot of young American actors faking a British accent anymore. No, we, we don't, don't do need that. that. Yeah. No. 
There's a lot of good actors in Britain, as it turns out. It turns <laughs> out. You could and once the straight travel is so much easier now, we, we can just uh, ship them in. So, yeah, I mean, it was uh, beautiful to look at, but uh, kind of meh. I don't know. Overall, is my exp- is my uh, feeling about it. How about you, Mark? What's your... Uh... I always think of... I'd seen this... I've seen this a million times, this movie. It's one of my... Mo- it's just a fun watch. Like, is it like a yeah. good movie? Do I care about anything that's happened? No. Right. But it's never boring. It's constantly just fun to... Like, I love the sets. I love the... I love the special effects. I love mm-hmm. that it's all in-camera stuff. Right. You know? I think I love the handmade quality and it's just so like constant visually just like cinematic and fun i think i read that the only vfx shot is the blue the flame, blue flame on the road. Yeah. yes and i i in in my mind the camera tricks were you know full of special effects and then in rewatching it, i thought well it's just all practical special effects so there's kind right. of a grand guignol but it looks great yeah old school theater technique it feels like a play like an opera a yeah. very expensive opera or play that they put on stage and then just turn it into a movie. But it, it didn't really need to become a film because actually it feels more like a theater piece that right. happens to have been captured on film. It's so oddly disjointed at times. The like the, the scenes, the way they flow one thing to the next doesn't always feel... Uh, like that maybe in the editing room things got all they had to cut 25 minutes i know that Which much is so insane to the think. <laughs> test audiences were like oh too bloody that's a little too much so yeah interestingly it actually feels a little bit safe i think a I lot think. of the problem is mm-hmm. like you don't really care about the love story between the count and mina like no, that you feel, it's oddly bloodless you know like they tell you we're in love but they right. we don't ever like mina is just kind of like it's uh, all archetypal bloodlust yeah it's like, you know he's a so i mean that costume and the soldier outfit in the first so in romania cool. is so so cool but then yeah he's just lusting after elisabetta who throws herself off the castle but into the river feel, but... it's never boring like i'm never bored to watch i'm always down to watch bram stoker's yeah. dracula i've seen it probably half a dozen times in my life and every time i find something new visually that i'm in love with and I think that I just want to wear the costumes that he wears in that first scene, that long that red robe. Come on. <laughs> Get out of here. And I mean, that's basically I how I wear my hair every day. Anyhow, but this movie so. also makes, at the time, I would guess when there was the trailer for this movie was going on, and I was like hanging out with this girl who was like into me. Oh, oh boy. And she made it known. I was like, I'm not interested. Come on, please. And then the trailer plays for this movie, Bram Stoker's Dracula, and it says at the end, like, love never dies. And she goes, see to me <laughs> and then i said yeah but first it's gotta live oh wow so that's what i think about that she wanted to suck wow. on that nipple that's what Were you're you not saying. out then i wasn't but oh okay. come on <laughs> read the room were you having this conversation while you were wearing that red robe i was yes my yes. hair was in delightful buns yes delightful kabuki inspired bun at yes. the top of the head yes but i'm always licking razors mm. <laughs> um jammy it's a jammy quality the movie's very j i like wrote in my letterbox review check me out on letterbox like it's like it's too much it's too rich it's too much. It's like Cinnabon were a movie. Sure. You know, I mean, it's all, it's all too much, but you yeah, still yeah, kind of yeah. want it. You yeah. still want to taste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have, well, a, little, have a little bite. You, <laughs> you probably shouldn't finish all of it. Mm, probably. Yeah, I will say the third act struggles a little bit, but you sure. know. Yeah. It is great. Like, when you, I was just looking at Francis Ford Coppola. In a row, he made The Godfather, The Conversation, Godfather Part Two, and Apocalypse Now. That's, That's a, a pretty... Um, <laughs> amazing run wait where does yeah. dracula fit into that mix 
Uh, he made it uh, 13 years later. Oh, okay. So, all right. You're going <laughs> back a little bit. I'm going yeah. back. But I'm just saying, like, Francis Ford Coppola has earned a place in the upper Sure. Yeah. yeah no one's saying otherwise. Yeah. Well, I think it was Winona Ryder who actually got a hold of the script and pushed it. And then, it was supposed yeah. to be a TV movie. Oh. It was supposed to be a TV movie. And she was going to be in Godfather 3, but had to pull out because she was uh, sick or for some reason, some personal reason, she had to pull out. But they wanted to work together. She, she had to like, go steal this? from Neiman Marcus. Yes. And then <laughs> the, the decision to cast Keanu in this, you know, young lover role, this British Rough. barrister. This guy, that poor, oh dear. poor Keanu. I poor Keanu. Keanu. Poor, out, poor guy. I don't yeah, think he had figured thing. out. We, well, I feel like he gets the brunt of like, there's a whole section of the Wikipedia article on this movie about Keanu's performance. Right. Like there's never been a bad performance before. <laughs> you look like okay yeah he's he's struggling but he's trying that's not like he's not lazy i don't know he just yeah. i read something he's that he was super miscast. exhausted coming off of said, three yeah, other, yeah. Films, all these other movies you can tell he just yeah. doesn't have much to give and then you've got gary oldman giving everything yeah, all everything but not really connecting to the other actors in the film no. gary oldman's in his own then there's the whole thing about the eggplant on the street scene with winona oh Reyes. yeah, yeah. Reiner, gary oldman i think is a known creep right yeah sure. i like, don't I'll know about that but but I'll say it. I think he's an uncle. <laughs> Mark, how brave. <laughs> he doesn't listen. Maybe he does. I Mr. Think, Oldman, come I on the show. Like, as an ensemble, the cast doesn't... It's like they're all in slightly separate films. They're all doing their own yeah. thing. Disconnect. Anthony yeah. Hopkins is in a comedy. He yeah, is, he's great. I mean, he's very he's my funny in this. He is playing something that I don't know if, if that was directed, but he just chose to go like full on clown. And it <laughs> yeah. was delightful. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. Richard E. Grant, I think, is fun. Yeah, very, Tom very Waits good. Is Tom Waits is Renfield. Tom Waits is fabulous. And actually, in rewatching it, I thought, you know, Winona Ryder's better than I had remembered her in this film. I don't. <laughs> I, well, in my memory, she was as bad as Keanu, but I don't think that's oh, true. No, no, I don't think so. And then Sadie Frost is just orgasming the entire time. Well, you know, yeah. I feel like we should get into it. We're going to talk about oh, all this goodness. stuff again, that's all these true. horny people. Eric, as you may or may not know, we are looking for the gayest movies ever. So we have a complex and Byzantine scoring system with <laughs> yes. which to judge them. So we're going to go through a ton of categories. Now, at one point, you are going to come up with a category, and it will be added to the wheel. What does that mean? We'll tell you when we get to it. So don't worry about it. Stop freaking out. God. All right. <laughs> oh this is our God. current top five gayest movies ever. In fifth place with a 90.37% Madonna, Truth or Dare. Yay. In fourth place with a 92.20% Showgirls. In third place with a 92.99% The Bride of Frankenstein. In second place with a 93.21% Hedwig, Hedwig and the Angry Inch. And number one, still running champ, current gayest movie ever with a 94.83% is Female Trouble. Very gay. All right. So if you had to guess now, how well do you think Bram Stoker's Dracula is? I think we're in like the low 30s, I got to say. Low 30s? Yeah. I think I'm going 32.3. 32.3. That would put it in 174th place. (laughs) That would put it in, that would make it gayer than Supergirl, but not as gay as Parasite. Okay, it's maybe it's high. Based on that, I would say maybe maybe we're looking more like the low fifties. I think low fifties. Okay. There's a lot of camp. Right. There's a lot of and yeah. the visuals and the, the, visuals. Yeah. the visuals. The visuals. Yes. Well, let's get into it. So the first group of categories are the canon categories. So oh, for yes. these, we'll each be scoring it between zero and a hundred. Then we'll take the average of all three of our scores. Don't worry, you you don't have to do any of the math. Wonderful. <laughs> uh, so Eric, what would you give Bram Stoker's Dracula on a scale of zero to hundred in actual gay characters? Oh God. Uh, the only thing uh, I thought of was like Renfield. 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 Like a real pick me. You know, he's like yeah. a pick me. Familiar, gay. yeah. And then there's got to be some like homoeroticism between like the Texan, you know, all oh, those, those boys three? on horseback. You oh, know that sure. while they're chasing oh, that sure. coffin, 
through Europe. Mm. They're yeah, they're doing yeah, a little. Yeah, because once um, they're a little diddle. Yeah, <laughs> once Lucy's out of the picture. Who do we really? You know, they got each mm-hmm. other. There's some nipple sucking. I think. I think is uh, yeah. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. <laughs> nipple, a nipple's a nipple. Wait, I have to put a number to this. Zero you to hundred. Uh, oh gosh, it's a it's a it's a fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go eleven. Okay. Eleven. <laughs> I think that maybe when Dracula is in his bat form, that's kind of gay. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. Harry. <laughs> Dracula, I think, would have sex with everybody, right? Absolutely. He does, I don't think he discriminates Centuries old, sure. He all looks at us as like cockroaches. So what does he care? Uh, who doesn't want to <laughs> fuck cockroaches? Right. But I just mean like this whole equal. You know what I mean? Yeah, okay. it was just interesting that you went to cockroaches. <laughs> well, to Dracula, he probably thinks non-vampires are uh, low form. There right? is a little lustiness uh, in the castle in the very early scenes. Oh, yeah. When, sure. Keanu, when Keanu is eating his chicken yeah, dinner. Blood, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, Dracula is pretty lusty at that point. So mm-hmm. There's actually not a lot of like neck biting in this movie. It only happens not like a, twice. No, it's it's pretty minimal. That's, there was there was twenty five extra minutes of just neck biting. That That's true. Twenty five minutes of the bloody stuff that they cut because yeah, the audiences were. That. I know it's not on the Blu Ray. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> well, I put in the four K, but a lot of times the special features are on the regular Blu Ray disc, and I often don't swap them. I go like, well, I've already watched it. I'm you better watch it again. Right. I gotta watch it again. All right, pause I'll give, the pod. I'll give it a twelve. I got a twelve point three three, which is eight points lower than the Philadelphia story. Oh, oh. Mm-hmm. All right, our next category: gay icons. How are we doing on gay icons? We I got think Winona. that's pretty high. Oh, oh, that kind of icon. Okay. Who were you thinking? Oh, I was just thinking like iconography Abba? and you know things that yeah oh, crosses and, <laughs> blood okay? and robes and wigs robes and long and wigs. nails I see. Sure. there's a lot of drag I mean you're opening up a whole that, different well, you, way to you interpret the actual this. the actual celebrity gonna, not uh, yeah. the uh, the real people it wouldn't be the first time we in- choose, included a concept i'm going to say winona is in the is in the icon i would category. say so from the heathers i mean okay. free winona yeah. remember that shirt sure come on only I gay mean, guys would wear that the pizza meme alone you, <laughs> you know, never saw a straight guy wouldn't wear yeah, a free iconography sure. category. Uh, oh boy, um, is it Annie Lennox? On that? Annie Lennox on the Annie Lennox the on that. Yeah, the credit song, there absolutely. Love song for a vampire. Yeah. Gary Oldman, not a gay icon, no. not even close. No, uh, and Richard Kia, Grant, maybe he is obsessed with Barbara Streisand. Gary Oldman, uh, no, Richard E. Grant. <laughs> oh, Richard E. Grant. <laughs> well, I had a half a point for that one. Yeah, yeah, he's one of us. Carrie but Elway. Also now, Carrie Elway, kinda, sorta. I mean, I What's think that big gay thing. Well, Princess you know, Bride? as you Saw? wish. I feel like he's a little bit like we we had a little lust for as you Carrie swish. Elway. What's that? As you swish. Yeah. Hey. Maybe. Maybe I'm just thinking Mandy Patinkin. I don't know. He's I mean, these are definitely hunks, but I don't know if we consider like, it's, you're not going to have yeah. a night of a thousand Carrie Elways at the That's drag bar. That's absolutely true. No. So we're <laughs> no. really back down to just uh, Winona, Sadie Frost. Sadie Frost. She's yeah. married to Jew Law, I Survivor. Know. And then, um, <laughs> <laughs> big props, big props. Big props. And then you Annie. Got what so about we, Dracula? Vampires themselves? Well, I was going to say on a character front, I mean, I think that Dracula is absolutely a gay icon. Right. And vampires themselves. I mean, interview with the vampire. Yeah, it's all about sure. you know, They're all gay now. It's all about forbidden sexuality, mm-hmm. and I think that queerness fits Seduction. into that very nicely. Sure, sure, yes. sure. Uh, and your costume lady. Oh yeah, absolutely, queer icon. She works sure. with Tarzan <laughs> for sure. I know that this is about gayness, but I'm going to call her a queer icon. <laughs> sure, why we not? We can get into the semantics later. <laughs> so are we like at a twenty-three? Twenty-three. Not a lot of love for Winona. Is that low for you, huh? Oh. 
I don't think she's like a huge gay icon. No. Like, what's the th- like? Yes, Heather's, Heather's is like her biggest Heather's. kind of yeah. And like, yes, she's in movies like deal? Beetlejuice and like uh, yeah, she's kind of a goth gay icon. Yeah, for sure. You're Lydia making the case, John. Yeah, yeah, maybe. But we're I don't back think she's like huge. I'm going to go with a 31. 31. Yeah, tough but fair. I'll go 35. 35. I appreciate the bump of four points. Um, I'll go 37. Why not? Who cares? I'm giving this an average of 34. Point thirty three, still pretty low. In fact, that is uh, fifty three points lower than Taxi Driver. Well, that has yeah. Jodie Foster. Ooh, rewatched that one recently on a plane, and I on a plane. It's a heavy. You gotta watch that. It's like I'm on a plane, and we're talking about taxi drivers. Oh, that was rough. Yeah, yeah, it's Taxi yeah. Driver. Not a plane movie. No. <laughs> you gotta Babies. watch it like in the dark and you gotta have like a glass of scotch or something. Mm-hmm. Or... Quick little story. I was watching Please. one of the Whitney documentaries. Don't remember which one. There have been two. But I was on a plane to Brazil for work recently. And my... St- uh, flight attendant. I almost said stewardess. That's so outdated. No. Cancel. My flight attendant, Brazil. Texan lady, blonde with the big earrings and the, you know all the. She comes over and serves me a drink and sees that I'm weeping openly while watching the Whitney Houston documentary. <laughs> then she just quickly looks at the screen and says, "I understand." <laughs> That's an ally. She's an ally. <laughs> That's right. Gay icon points one hundred. Uh, all right, our next category, the queer gaze. Now, this we mean, how much can you tell there's a queer person behind the camera, maybe creating queer imagery? How much queer imagery? I mean, a lot of the costumes, I think, I think are fairly... Yeah, and I actually think that that kind of grand guignol and the some of the camera work and that sumptuousness and like there's shadow puppetry and there's, yeah. there's a lot of like theater technique in mm-hmm. this film. I'm going to go like a good 55. 55. I feel like I agree with all what you're saying, but like Francis Ford Coppola, there's not, there's so nothing straight, that's there. I like, know. Well, this is definitely gayer than like the Godfather movies. Yeah. You know I mean? Just like the lushness of it. Sure. The, the, I mean, it's yeah, opera. The and all that yeah. stuff is exciting, but it's not, it doesn't feel like specifically for gay people to me necessarily. No. It's, I'm gonna go. it's like it's wine. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. for everybody on after on in a way. end of a night. You know what in I mean? In a way. I'll go 31. Oh. 31. Rennie. <laughs> yes? Are you the tiebreaker? It's no tie. It's an average. It's an average. What's the average? I don't know yet. I haven't gotten my number in yet. <laughs> Rennie. Um, God. Um, I'll say uh, 2,000. Um, you can't say 2,000. I know. Um, I'll go 50. Right down the middle. Wow, brave. Given an average of 45.33, which is five points lower than Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. It took me a minute, but I just realized you meant queer gaze, G-A-Z-E, and I was absolutely thinking G-A-Y, the queer gaze, and I thought, wow, we're going to get into the semantics of the difference between those two words, but no, (laughs) just the vista, the outlook, the POV. Yes. Much more basic. Yes. Sorry. (laughs) I'm ready to move on. Thank you. (laughs) All right. This one might be more, a little more clear cut. The Mike Pence anxiety scale. How much anxiety do you think this movie will give Mike Pence? I think a I lot. Think a lot. I, I think, think a lot. I think we're really very lot. high in this we category. We got a lot of breasts. There's, there's a, a beast man fucking a girl. Yeah. There's like some big titties. There's some little titties. There's Monica mm-hmm. Bellucci, right? Yeah, she's, one of, the she's one of the brides just lusting after the camera. I mean, I remember when I saw it. I saw this in the theaters. I was like 17. I was like, yeah. this is like such a horny movie. There's a yeah. full-on desecration of the cross in the yeah, very beginning absolutely. of the film. Let's go with 94. 94. I'm going to go 100. I don't think there's anything about this he likes. Oh, he likes a little bit. Well, he's not going to admit it. He likes that Keanu Nipple shot. <laughs> he loves the Eddie Lennox song. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just weeps rhapsodically uh, yeah. at the end of the film. 
<laughs> I got to put on Diva <laughs> after this. <laughs> he prays for a Eurythmics reunion every day. That's right. <laughs> Where's the Eurythmics musical? <laughs> I don't know, Mark. I'll I'll call RuPaul right now. <laughs> Thank you. The musical. People said this last musical was really good. It was very good. It what was, was it? I didn't see it. It was uh, it was Wigloose. Wigloose. So it was like Footloose. But oh, yes. fun! But they tied it into all this anti-drag, yeah, anti-trans oh, legislation. Nice. It was very good. Yeah, yes. for them. Um, <laughs> ready, ready to move on. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> What's next on the list? I don't have cable. I don't know how to watch it. I oh, gotta wait well, for it to show it on Paramount tough. Plus. I watch it from a hot tub with friends. I know. You keep telling no. me this. You should come. I'm waiting for the invite. You're invited. I can't so are you. heard it. Wait, where's this hot tub? In Boyle Heights. Okay. <laughs> In a location. storage container. Secret speakeasy. Secret it speakeasy. Is. It's, oh. it's a storage container pool that our friends Exciting. had craned into their backyard, and then they filled it up, and now it's a hot tub. It's like a it's a whole thing. Does it's it say so hot? Great, like, though. did they line it with something? They must be <laughs> lined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They, it's, it's, it's been made into an, an official pool slash oh, hot tub. Official. And they oh. can put this divider thing in to have like a cool side and a oh, hot side. It's what? great. Like it's a McBLT. Yeah, it's cool Bring your own cool. beer. Yeah. It's good. good I have stuff. to bring my own beer. You, well, well, you don't have to, do but you know, Mark. if you want to be that kind of guest. <laughs> uh, no, I'd maybe bring a nice rosé or a Ooh, lovely. Uh, Ooh, uh, sure. Cabernet Sauvignon. Sauvignon. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't bring any of that buttery Chardonnay. No. Use no. a film on your teeth. <laughs> All right, our next category, Hell on Heels. By this we mean feisty ladies. But also I think Dracula himself is pretty much hell on heels. I would say Dracula is the feistiest yeah. of the ladies, very especially feisty. in his eldest form or maybe in bat form, bat slash wolf form. But yes, that's a very high number. I like that you get to see Dracula in so many different forms. He's Did missed. you call him Dracula? <laughs> Did I? I didn't mean to. I said Dracula. No, you might have. Um, you do. There's like mist. Steampunk mm, Jesus. Old man. Right. Shadows that bounce around the castle. Yes. Shadows are fun. Rats. Total English right. fop with a giant top hat. That's and steampunk Jesus. That wig he's yeah. wearing in that, Eng- that in those wig. London scenes are so good. You know, they had money back then. That wig is laid for the gods. <laughs> laid for the gods. But hell on heels. Yeah, I think Lucy gets there. She's feisty. Oh, super mm. feisty. You don't think when she's like writhing around and then trying to like Oh, come people? on, Winona so. at the very end. Like Mina is actually incredibly feisty by the end. She's she she's I mean, helping spoiler them. alert. Sure. She <laughs> saves the day. I actually I mean, maybe we'll get into like feminist theory behind this film, <laughs> but I think that I think there's something really fascinating in rewatching the film where they have this big fight scene outside the castle, then we think that Dracula is done for, but then he goes in, he's wounded. And then Clown Town, what's his name? Um, Anthony Hopkins is <laughs> yeah. like, no, let her go. Let she has go. to finish the work. And we're like, right. what are we talking about? <laughs> she goes inside back to the scene of the crime with the big where cross started, and everything yeah. where it all started. And she kind of like saves him, frees him, kills him, and saves herself all at the same time, like claiming her own sexuality and her bloodlust while also claiming her right to live as a human still. It's interesting. I think yeah. so. And uh, somehow I think like, are they, I think they've accepted God again. Cause like the crucifix heals. There is a, li- that the crucifix heals or did it dissolve? It dissolves Does in the beginning. Dissolve? No, the big one. Oh yeah, it does heal. You're mm-hmm. right. It heals. Right. So I'm going, oh, like maybe she's like, all right, drink it. We've had our fun, but we got to <laughs> get off the wagon. You know, we felt that we've, you know, she closes we the go to hell rehab. mouth that was, yeah. Yeah, that was punctured in the beginning yeah. of the film. Yeah. Yes. Like, her love. In the end, the That's thing right. he renounced, he now has to accept again because she's back, I guess. That's so right. maybe that he, yeah. she has healed the wound. And so you got. Is she getting back God. with Keanu at the end of this day? No, or no? she's dead too. I thought she's right. A, she's a Dracula. Yeah, because the last image you see them is like floating in heaven. That's right. So it's all done. It's a little unclear. 
You yeah. think? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wait, what's the category? Hell on Heels. Hell on Heels. So this is... Um, feisty Ladies. Feisty Ladies. Gosh. Well, I'm going to go with like a... Because Dracula is like the ultimate feisty lady, we have to give at least 50%. <laughs> nothing sexist about that statement. No, nothing. nothing. <laughs> uh, and then beyond that, I don't know. Like, I'm going 61. 61. I'll go 55. Oh, 55. Okay. I'll go 59. Why not? Sure. Given an average of 58.33, which is, oh, okay, 50 points, no, 20 points higher than Demolition Man. All right. Good to know. Good to know. (laughs) Keep that in your... All right. Next time you're in a hot tub. Locked away in my brain, yeah. (laughs) You know, yeah. Yeah, in the hot tub tomorrow, I'll just blurt out, did you know? Here's a fun fact I just learned. (laughs) Get that Chardonnay out of my face. (laughs) Ah, speaking of... Our next Ready. category, drag queen inspiration. Could oh. a drag queen watch Bram Stoker's Dracula and come away with a whole book of ideas? Hundred? How, how much? How, how much higher <laughs> yeah. than a hundred could I go? You can't. You can't. Then no. it's a hundred. It's an absolute one hundred. It's a feast. Yeah, it's, it's a 100. visual feast. Like any queen. Like I'm sure that Sharon Needles and all the goth oh queens God. that are out there in the world. I'm sure that Peaches Christ is absolutely obsessed yeah. with this film and the costume work and the makeup and the hair and the creature design. It's just amazing. It's endlessly inventive. It's showing you stuff you've never, like Dracula in a way you've never seen before. I mean, from the armor in that first scene yeah, to that Klimt inspired, yeah. there's so much Kabuki reference. Apparently, they asked her to do the scenic design. Yeah, and then, and then she then they saw some like costume sketches. Coppola like, no, no, was no, like, "Oh no, 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 do the costumes <laughs> for me, please." But her IMDb credits are so minimal. She hasn't. She didn't do a lot of work. She was, but when she didn't, she, you, she did it good. It. She when did you, it good. When she did it, you saw it. <laughs> they handed her an Oscar. Yeah, drag Sorry, queen inspiration, hundred, hundred and twenty percent, a hundred. I'll also give it a hundred. Yeah, you got to give it a hundred. I'm giving it a hundred. You could do a night of a thousand uh, Bram Stoker's Draculas. Hundred yeah. <laughs> percent, sure. all those different forms. Good. I want to see that. I want to see just the one who's all the rats piled up on top of each other. How do you yes. do rats? <laughs> and I love that they're all like, there's hundreds of rats and the guys are like, Ew. get them, get them. We have to kill them. And I'm like, there's literally hundreds of rats crawling around. What do you think you're going to do? And also at that point, you can't go, ew, right. when they're like crawling over your feet. Like you just have to kill them. They're Dracula rats. <laughs> you know? What are we hesitating That's for? That's the pull quote for this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you got to kill those Dracula rats. Uh, all right, this is the last of the canon categories oh. now. On a scale of 0 to 100, how likely are you to recommend this movie to a gay person? Oh, you know, before I watched it on Monday, I th- I thought that would be 100, but now I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. It's, I'm going to give it an 81. What if it was a theater gay person? Oh, uh, 110. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have to break down the types of gays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, my boyfriend walked in halfway through the film and was just like, this is terrible, and then yeah. walked out of the room. I was like, what? I was deeply wounded, but then at the end I thought, is it kind of terrible? It's not terrible, but it's right. not the best. It's not no. like a good It's not like a it's good not like great movie, film. but it's like, no. no it's but visually it's, fun. It's such a fun... It would be great to have like in the background. Sumptuous, and I, yeah. But it, I do love the music. If I was I hosting a, a party great. or, like, you know, I could have it on in the background. It's like one of those things that right. you just always want to have around just in case. Yeah. <laughs> I like, could I just watch it in October? I was telling John this before. I just watched it in like, because I got the 4K Blu-ray, as I mentioned. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, no, I have to watch it again. 
But then I got sucked right into it, and I think it flies. I think it moves really quick, dude. Why are it's you got so a quick obsessed pace. with physical media? Because you buy things and it goes away, and I like having things that I can just like turn to and like so you hold it. I like having that. You I have abandonment. No I one can to, like. I want take you to this. bring your copy to the hot tub tomorrow, along with your bottle of Chardonnay. Just, <laughs> hey boys, <laughs> just ready to liven up this party. Got a lot of hot tub without this. That's right. <laughs> Uh, I'll give it a 71. 71. That's actually pretty high. That's higher than I thought you guys were going to go. Thank you. You No, thank you. (laughs) I'm not sure. Am I supposed to be like defending my choice for gayest movie in this podcast? Okay, just honest. Don't try to be something you're not. You know what I mean? We want... (laughs) Raw. Give it to you raw. I think the visuals alone, though, are enough to like oh, yeah. recommend this movie. Yeah, and I think that actually the practical camera work, like yeah, for, it's a, all just yeah. so beautifully for a film done. gay or a theater gay or an opera gay or a sartorial gay, there's like a lot of gays <laughs> that gays? would like this. A Tom Waits <laughs> gay. Yeah, a Tom, that's a category. There sure. are many. Yes. yes. You like shortcuts? You gotta watch Bram Stoker's Dracula. Uh, I'll give it a 90. I think you gotta watch Bram Stoker's Dracula. Uh, it's, I like that you're calling it Brom. Brom, yeah. Bram, Brom. I don't know. Nobody but knows. Brom sounds so nice. <laughs> Brom, Brom. Um, Irishman. Was he? Mm. Mm-hmm. I read it. Kind of boring. No Frankenstein. Yeah, well. Hmm. Hey, got an 80.67, which is nine points lower than Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we are into the aforementioned wheel category. Spinning wheel. These are all categories previous guests have brought, and we've put them all on this wheel, which is an app on my phone. So we're going to spin it once. Whatever category randomly pops up, we'll use that to judge the movie. You queens developed an app in order to do this we podcast? No, 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 no. no, no. Two ninety nine. Okay. Uh, and then Mark and I are going to pick a category from the wheel. Then there's another wheel that listeners have submitted categories. We'll spin that once. And then finally, you will come up with a category, which we'll use to judge this movie and then add to the wheel. So it could potentially, use, potentially, sure. potentially be used to judge all future movies. So if you'd like to just touch the, the wheel, that will spin. It. Here we go. You did it. Suddenly <laughs> shouting. I think there's a lot Suddenly of shouting. There's so much. There's I mean, some. Gary Oldman is always like in that first Sadie scene. Frost in the is just shouting grabs all the that time. Sword. I mean, would you call Sadie Frost like she has orgasmic moaning? No, and she does some shouting too. There's a lot of there's a lot of like ecstatic shouting. I would say. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. But you're right. Dracula also is doing some wailing, bellowing, bellowing yeah. crying out to God, <laughs> sure. crying out to yeah, Satan. Yeah. During like the chase to the castle when they're like racing against the sunset, there's a lot oh, of yeah, you're yeah. suddenly right. shouting. There's a lot of Hawker. Get him, yeah. Hawker. They just I hate it in films when they just keep repeating names for some reason. Just so you know. On yeah. horseback. Like in case you forgot this main character's name, it's Jonathan Harker, because they're yeah. gonna say it fifteen times now. With my, over Christmas time, my family and I were watching like some Gerard Butler action thriller. Like we missed mm-hmm. the first five minutes, so we didn't even know what it was called. Um, but the whole time he's going, Lisa, where's Lisa? Lisa. <laughs> they say Lisa so much in this movie. Anyways, it was fun. A Gerard Butler. There's a lot of like, movie. yeah, yeah. Me, Mina, Lucy. You can't forget those ladies' names. No. All two of them. All two <laughs> of them. That's right. Well, you know. Um, I think there's a lot of suddenly shouting. I think there is, yeah. Most characters shout at some point, except for Keanu. At one point, Keanu's wig turns all white, yes, and then right, it goes back, weird. then it mellows out. But this is what I that. mean, is that like, the film is messy in a way that I kind of appreciate. Like The, the editing and the storytelling, like, <laughs> wait... Probably oh. on the cutting room floor, there's some scene that explains <laughs> why his hair goes white. Like no one contact, but right. no one knows why. That's I guess great. it was all those vampire brides he's just that did it to him. Sucked dry, yeah. His youth was sucked from him, and now he's become from his owned. hair follicle. Yeah, Jonathan Harker's not going to be making John Wick four when he's pushing sixty. 
Say that again. Jonathan Harker <laughs> will not be making John Wick Four when he's oh, pushing I see 60. John Wick Four. Oh, You're pulling in you. another film, a recent one. Yeah, mm-hmm. I saw Scream Six last night. Also oh, yeah, very bloody. Think? Yeah, I would hope so. Stabby, stabby. And my boyfriend mm-hmm. came, having never seen a Scream film in his life. And following. He is not really into scary movies, but it's fun to go with him because he jumps and he. Oh, I, I like yeah. when people jump. I, I have think it's to funny. pry his hands from my thigh because he's. <laughs> I'm sure you so hate tight. that. No, it's actually kind of painful. Him. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he's kind of a little guy, but oh my gosh, like packs a punch. <laughs> Claws of a yeah. parakeet. Mm-hmm. Yes. No. No. Like uh, abject screaming. We saw other place part. To, quiet place. Quiet, quiet place. place. Part two, and uh, actual screaming in the theater. That was that was kind of fun. Back to screaming. I'm giving it an 87. 87, and There's suddenly a lot of screaming. Shouting. Yeah, I'll go 83. 83. Um, yeah, I'll go 87. Why not? Sure. Give an average of 85.67. All right, now it is John and I's. Uh, Turn to pick a cat. Did you have anything? I didn't really have anything. The only thing I thought of was drinks thrown in faces. Oh, okay. For when Sadie Frost pukes blood in Van Helsing's face. Because her blood was her drink. True. I picked, I had a couple openly weeping. Because there was a blood tear. So much tears streaming down the face. There was also unnecessary nipples. Or is that necessary? I don't, you could have cut. I mean, like I didn't. I'm not saying I didn't like them. I, I would didn't say, say they were unnecessary. Unwanted it added to the eroticism, overall erotic atmosphere, though. Don't and you yet, think it was all theoretical, according to Roger Ebert? <laughs> I think the eroticism between Mina and Dracula is theoretical, but between those brides and Jonathan Harker, that is uh, in action. Fair enough. But I think the one that is a true slam dunk is from the Grinch wigs. Oh, sure, wigs. Wigs. Is that you like that one? Yeah, let's do wigs. We're going with wigs. Wigs is like a oh my god. It's all wigs. Again, a hundred. I mean it's just so and they're like good. iconic. Like you see that little butt thing oh, and you're like, so oh that's good. His little Dracula. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Right. Yeah, that's the Kabuki-inspired wig that's like way back. So like it's it looks like this oh, giant. Oh, is that in, what in, that in is? In Japanese Kabuki theater, they wear like the, it's all about the forehead. It's a five head. It's a six head. Mm. I would thrive. Yeah. So just just the the crown <laughs> oh, of the head. Your is, third act Kabuki. The, <laughs> I'm already so walking good. around with a Kabuki look. So good. Yeah. Have no, you seen wigs. like any like actual Kabuki theater? Yes, I've been to Tokyo a lot for work because I'm a I work in themed entertainment sure. and design theme parks. So I've been to Japan quite a bit, and uh, they do this thing on Saturday mornings where you can get into the first act of the kabuki play for, I don't know, 20 bucks or something. And they give you a little box so you can read the English uh, titles. Oh, like an electronic box? It's a little like thing Uh you put over your neck, like a little lunch pail, and then you just hold it up in front of your lap. And that way you don't bother the person next to you in case they don't have one. It's very respectful. But kabuki is fantastic. It's It's so, I mean... As a non-Japanese person, I'm not understanding a lot in terms right. of like cultural signifiers. Sure. But as an American theater lover, I watch it and I, my brain is just soaring. I, I absolutely love it. It's so good. The costumes are phenomenal. And it's all... The thing about it is it actually is a little bit like going to a Vogue ball because <laughs> it's these houses, right? Like the Kabuki right. troupe is the house of right. the Smiths or the Jones or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And all of the queens in the audience are like screaming for their favorite performer. They're basically oh, like, oh, nice. you better work, bitch, like slay, but in Japanese and in this very different <laughs> way because it's Kabuki. Yes, yes, there's fans. <laughs> and there's audible uh, like cheering and the, the audience is, wow. is active. So if the performer is performing like some very famous dance or mm. scene, uh-huh. the audience is yelling at them. And wow. apparently it's like 
you better work. Slay. Nice. Yes. But, what are like the What are like the shows? Are they just like romantic, like epic kind of things? Yeah, or like tragedy. Everything. Yeah, yeah. There's. I mean, I watched one where like a good hour and a half was just about how this woman was going to make rice. Uh, and I thought and you only saw the first act. You'll I, never no, know. That was just one act, and that <laughs> that's just that, the first act. That ninety <laughs> minutes was just one act, like one scene of three scenes of the first act. So it's a full day of theater if you go to the oh, whole thing. Oh wow! But other times it's warriors. The samurai sure. character comes out, and there's sure, just sure, like sure. lots of blustering and lots of peacocking with these amazing costumes and the sword and the whole shebang. There's this runway. This is it. it really is like watching wow. a drag show or like a Vogue, cool. a Vogue battle. Just in much more slow and steady way. Sure. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Control, honey. Control, honey. <laughs> yeah, centuries of control. John, what do you want to give this in wigs? A uh, hundred. A hundred. Got to be a hundred. Yeah, I'm giving it a hundred. Of course. A hundred. Got a hundred. Now we can't use wigs anymore, though, for this eight I was going to say oh, wow. my made-up okay. category was going to be about wigs, but a whale... Oh, well. It'll be about rat nests. We'll get there. We'll get there. Don't, <laughs> Don't you worry. worry. All right. So now we have the listener wheel, as you can see. Very similar. Mm. Not a, a fewer uh, entries, but equally beloved. So do you want to spin that one for Who's us? Listener submitted. Okay, great. Touching. Touching. But up, but up, bum, bum. Edge me. Let me look edge up. Me. Oh, this is very appropriate <laughs> for this hold phone. Hold on. Hold on. Where's Edge me? I'm assuming I know what this, this means. This comes from <laughs> This comes definition. from JY Park. They say tell hi to Aaron and Merrick. So say hi to Aaron and Merrick. Hi Aaron and Merrick. Great. They say this there is an undeniable grit and edginess to the movie regardless of the genre or aesthetic of the film. That's how they describe the category edge me. And they say I, the question how does scoring high in this category make the movie gayer? JY Park says queer cinema and movies beloved by queer people typically have something offside, uncomfortable, and edgy to them. Regardless of whether it's a drama or comedy, movies that resonate with queer audiences and staying power have a gritty undercurrent that runs through them. They're not wrong. So how edgy is it? I think it's pretty high on the edgy score. That is not the edge me that I thought no. we were talking about. Because on the on that score of edge That's me, we were higher. very high. This is a little bit, it is a little, there's so much like heteronormative notion yeah. of like female sexuality male sexuality what's perverse what's not what's allowed what's sanctified. but it's pretty edgy but to renounce is. god yeah and, like and to like stab, stab a, a crucifix and yeah. just soak up its <laughs> in blood the first five minutes of your movie 100 percent. yeah and the i don't think most of, of america is cool with that kind of stuff and like Probably developing not. a whole supervillain category by yourself like i'm a mad soldier i'm gonna become a blood-sucking Dracula and that's like you know to become the OG of a whole category of supervillain that's pretty edgy that's kind of cool <laughs> sure queers it's love vampires cool. we do yeah well and we have a complicated like relationship with blood monsters. you know sure yeah and shape mythology monsters. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sure, mist sure. yeah, yeah. <laughs> mist rat nests as we've mentioned mm-hmm. I mean, these are all very I'm gonna go still pretty high like I'm going with 72 on 72 yeah I'll go 66 66 yeah, I'll go 81. Hi. Hi. Uh, Given an average of 73. Rennie loves to edge. I love to edge and I love to renounce God. <laughs> I'm always doing it. Stab that cross. Stab that cross, honey. <laughs> Soak it up. Uh, all right, now it's time, Eric, for you to come all up right, with a category. We could brains. Do you have any thoughts? Oh, gosh. Um... Yeah, um, I'm going to go with, like, let's call it fit or furry. 
What does this mean? Okay. I think, well, we said earlier about like the how the the wolf bat creature is kind of got its own like gay campiness to it, right? Like, yeah. When Michael Jackson becomes the werewolf, there's like some, I don't know, there's something about like that crossover of that, what is that sexual kink where people love like the furries? Mon- the mon- furries? But the manga version where it's like, you, you like know, the transformation? Yeah, yeah, yeah the transformation. Yowie, or Yowie. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, there's, yeah. I don't know all about it, but I'm, but it's hot. It's hot. <laughs> I've never it's Googled it, but no, I've never, never seen go- a single I have thing. no Google alerts that to... um, But I'm going to go with fit or furry, and I guess you have to define your own, but yeah, how, how is that? Like, there's a lot of torsos and chests and bare chests like, and necks like and beasts and beauty and the beast would yeah, score very exactly. high very so high. like a sexy beast a sexy beast yeah yeah, okay. yeah. i'm gonna put in parentheses sexy we'll beast so we remember or furry colon colon, sexy colon. yeah let's see these yeah, beasts colon absolutely mm-hmm. um i think there are a lot of sexy beasts in that that beast they are sexy so muscular like when lucy's getting fucked by him like i get it yeah, <laughs> those red eyes. Sure, there's a lot of big, a lot of eye motif. You love eye motifs. You gotta eyes. watch so Rob Stoker's Dracula. I think that there's like a part where the the blood, uh, the bite marks become the eyes. They do. Yes. There's always are always dissolving. Cinematic into some, dissolves. Yeah, yeah this transitioning thing must us have been from one to another. To hell. That's uh, right. To the gods. So what would you give uh, Rob Stoker's Dracula in like going, fit or furry sexy? Oh beast? yeah, gotta be pretty high. Let's go with a. a, a uh, 76 76 because well, what is the high i mean what is like you know the platonic ideal of i a... do think beauty and the beast is a great reference yeah. Yeah. like there's too much shape sex. of water for there sure oh yeah i got into a whole debate with someone once who really was upset that that movie was espousing bestiality and just promoting it and but i he's thought not like promoting i think pet. i think that's you're missing the mark yeah, yeah. <laughs> me like, especially. <laughs> uh, yeah, seventy six. You said seventy six. I'm going with it. I'm going. You're stick sticking with it. with it. All right. I'm sticking with it. I'll go seventy nine. John, I we're know, fighting crazy. John's type, right, circling so the drain. Right seventy nine. Um, I'll go eighty four. Wow. Oh, I'm thinking, oh, you know, it's up there. No, it's pretty. I think it's yeah. pretty up there. Yeah. I guess a highly sexualized furry beast with a anything with a werewolf with probably a would torso be... just ripped. Real V. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Long Lots of those cum gutters. He's got yeah. a lot of cum. Blood yeah. gutters, they call them. <laughs> right. when they're Sorry? Blood gutters? Oh, right, 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 right. Got to get my liquids correct. <laughs> yeah. Hey, got a 79.67. That's fun. All right, now we're into the bonus category. Extra, extra. All right, so these categories, as their name implies, are bonus. So it's just extra points it gets, so it's zero to ten, and it's that percentage bonus points it will get. All right, this one. Musical yeah. potential. Could you see a musical being made out of Bram Stoker's Dracula? As long as Annie Lennox scores the <laughs> whole damn thing. 100. Missionary Man would do Ten. great. I will say this. There have been a slew of vampire Dracula mu- uh, musicals on Broadway, and they've all been terrible. They've all flopped. So they're due for a good one. Right. I'm going to go seven. Just because of the history? Because no one's... Elton John has tried, didn't get it right. Uh, Jim Steinman tried, didn't get it right. Liz Diamond? Jim Steinman. <laughs> oh, Liz, Liz Diamond, Diamond. the now, chair Liz of the directing department at Yale School of Drama. Yes, yes. <laughs> she couldn't do it. She couldn't do it. She, she couldn't get it, it right. <laughs> and what hope does anyone have? I think seven is underselling. I think that the fact that there's a bunch of bad just means that there's room for good. That's right. It's I an opportunity. Think no I think someone would have. John, sort of follow your heart. You don't trust that I Annie Lennox could seven. get it done. I, I, why hasn't she then? 
Well, she's doing Lord she's of the busy. Rings songs. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and th- those movies are she's how old? Into the when West. was the last time she did that? So she should go in order of songs she's contributed soundtracks they to. They just announced she could Peter do Lord Jackson. Of the Rings. Peter Jackson has got new ones. The first call he made was, Annie, we need a new credit song. It won't come out for five years, but get on it. She's all right. I'll send mm-hmm. a synth to drone. And Walking on broken glass, honey. See what happens. Um, yeah, I think because just the, the pure theatricality of it. And those costumes would read from the mezzanine. Oh, 100%. <laughs> so I'll give it Wait, a can I tell a very short story? Please. When I was whatever story you five want. or six, I was in Cub Scouts, I believe. Yeah. And I grew up in Fresno, California. And my dad is a minister, but also a theater teacher, which says Makes a sense. lot. And uh, my Cub Scouts troop went to see dracula at the community college uh-huh. and in my memory like a play of it it was yeah. sublime yes a theatrical version a theatrical stage play if you will fun yes. and, and i remember like... it being really good and there was like special effects where there was like oh. magic tricks you know he disappears mm-hmm. yeah and then a bat flew over the audience and everything <laughs> but and it was great i really really enjoyed it but then at the end of the play uh i turned around and my father was like in the last row just like sitting there he had come but like unannounced to the cub scouts troop uh, and it really confused me about you know like is he dracula you thought your dad was dracula <laughs> like your dad huh. was dracula i thought you were gonna say because he was you a minister know. he was gonna be like what the hell is well this? possibly but no i think he liked it just as much as i did yeah <laughs> Chilling. He was yeah. happier as a theater teacher than as a minister. Okay, that's good. Yes, yes. Um, hey, it got an average of nine. That's pretty. That's four points higher than Tootsie, and that was a musical. Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> so the unmade Brom Stoker's Dracula better than Tootsie, which was I believe me. that. <laughs> All right, our next category: Yas Queen. Are there moments that made you say Yas Queen? I, th- I liked when Lucy was flirting with Quincy really hard. Real hard. When she's like talking about the knife. Oh, it's so big. Let it's me touch so it. Big. And then yeah. it's his knife. I'm like, good for you, girl. What a fun role to play. Uh, where delicious. Is, where is Sadie Frost? Do we know? Raising Jude Law's She's kids? doing, uh, I look, she's doing like uh, British family films that never make it over here. She's doing the equivalent of like uh, Hallmark Hallmark movies, but <laughs> British. But British. The yeah. Gack. Yeah. And based on young adults. Of the United novels. Kingdom. Very good. Uh, what's the category? Yas Queen. <laughs> Moments that made you say Yas Queen. Uh, for me, it's all those like first, the first 15 minutes. It's all the costumes in the first 15 minutes. I do like yeah. renouncing God. Yes. I think that's fun. <laughs> oh, and stabbing that cross. Yeah. Oh, well, I love, you know, like, yeah, tear down this structure. Yeah, that's I mean, great. What oh, has yeah. church ever done for anybody? The first time I see that crazy armored, like, flesh suit that he's wearing with the wolf ears, very fun. happy with that, the dragon suit. And then, yeah, and then the red robe. I mean, that crazy wig when he licks the blood. There's a lot of Yas Queen. I'm going to give it at least a, let's go five. Five. I'll go four. Four. I'll, I say Yas Queen when Dracula like explodes out of that box. Heck yes. And also, it's really good, the orgy scene when uh, the three brides of Dracula <laughs> yeah. are like sucking on that Keanu titty. Poor Keanu titty. Yeah, that's a Yas Queen <laughs> moment. Yas Queens. Uh, I'll give it a five. Give it an average of 4.67, which is four points lower than what Cabaret got in the same category. Well, that's just Liza, Liza Z. Maybe this I think signature if tunes, Mina yes. sang maybe this time. There you or, go. Or Dracula probably needs to be the one to sing that. That <laughs> makes more sense. is shitting alone in your room? <laughs> Has anyone done Cabaret but with vampires? Not that I'm aware of. All right. Oh, that could work. There yeah. you go. Vampires? Vampires or Cabaret performances? Vamp- I think I mean, the Alan Cumming is a vampire, right? Pretty, yeah, so right? I guess they've done it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, our next category, Messy Diva. Ooh. How are we doing on Messy Divas? Oh, super high. I mean, Dracula <laughs> is the ultimate Messy Diva, I have to say. And then also Lucy, before she's turned, she invites like these three men over and flirts with all of them. Lucy 
She's I mean, like planning her own yeah. Mamma Mia Heck yeah, situation. No, I'm yeah. going with a nine on that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll go eight. Eight. Uh, I'll go nine. You've got to go to him. You've got to love him. <laughs> I always remember that. I think it was in the trailer. I think I was when I saw this trailer, I was like very excited for the, like the trailer. Yeah. Great trailer. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just seeing images of like, what the fuck is this movie? I it just like so watching crazy. trailers from like the early 90s. Their trailers were completely different then. I, I miss those world. kinds of trailers. Yeah. But just like a very strange written narrative structure to yes. trailers is great. And that font type that they chose for Dracula, for Bram Stoker's Dracula. <laughs> Thank so, you. So like, like, uh, like etched metal or something. Yeah, yeah. raised really cool. metal. It was very cool. I wonder where that is. Probably in Coppola Wine. I want or it. Yeah. yeah, he lives in Napa. I looked it up. Good for him. <laughs> He's making some crazy movie now. Like he got some Who big knows? budget. He's some doing Napoleon some Megalopolis. No, Megalopolis. Do oh, wow. people like make Robert these Pattinson kinds of like super lush, sumptuous movies anymore? I'm trying to think of like in the last five. Like handmade no. one. This like is Guy so Madden handmade. is like the only one who does that kind of stuff now. I guess I'm like looking at Ishioka and her costume work with Tarsem. Similarly, like. Super lush, romantic, kind of not the best storytelling, but really right. amazing visuals. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying that to think That one people... woman who did like The Love Witch, Anna Biller, mm-hmm. which is all just like, you know, capturing like, this is what 70s, 60s Technicolor movies right. were like, that kind of thing. The Love Witch. Love Witch, baby. Our next category, macabre. Oh, how macabre is this? (laughs) Super 10. It's mostly macabre. Okay, it's got to be a 10. 10s across the board. 10s across the board. Yes, work, Dracula. (laughs) He did it. All right, this one, this is the last of the bonus category. This one might be tough. Gay actors playing gay roles. Oh, that's a zero. Tom Waits is not gay. No, none of them are gay. Nobody's gay. I mean, Gary Oldman has, like, you know, let someone do something. I'm sure sure he's been in They're all actors. I'm sure they're all. Yes. Wait, is Richard Grant? He's not. No. I think think this is like a super. Yeah, that's what's so strange about like my Richard when I chose Grant, the, the yeah. film. I was so excited, and then I realized I was like, "Oh, this is way more straight than I even remember." Yeah. That's everything from the nineties, though. Yeah, ain't that the it's truth? Tough. Sam. So a zero. That's a zero. 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 Some of those extras, though, in the downtown London scenes, probably. I'll give a zero. <laughs> I think it's a zero. Got a zero. Oh, All we right. didn't talk much about Anthony Hopkins. I mean, he's got a. Is he gay? He's not no, gay. No. But he's got a. I mean, I'm sure he's dabbled a little bit. You think? Oh, sure. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> this is based on. Yeah, he knows. The, the, he's done so much stage. He's work. done so There's much so, stage yeah, work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. He knows the bar. So many quite cast well, parties. You know, yeah, so he was Nixon. Little diddle backstage. <laughs> sure. Jonathan he's had Denny. dressers. He's given little a tip dabble to in the makeup chair. Why sure. not? I mean, he was Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the Hannibal musical? Where's that musical, John? There's one. It was called Silence. Jeff Hiller was in it. Oh yeah, but like a dramatic one, like a non-funny one. <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I'll talk to the people who make musicals and make sure they make one for you. <laughs> Call <Mark>. them. <laughs> Call them. We're the musicals. All right. Now we're into the iconic category. Iconic. All right. So these categories. <laughs> a categories. It's that complicated. Very it's a team. It's a team. Very impressive. We're almost done. We're almost no, done. No. Uh, so these are bigger, sort of more like, uh, you know, marquee category so it's zero to 300 oh, for these. oh whoa this could really throw things off this really could change or things. help things maybe uh, math we'll see, we'll see. We'll see. Okay. all right the first one eric how would you rate brahm stoker's dracula on a scale of zero to 300 in homoeroticism oh gosh there's so little it's really just when yeah. dracula's with 
Jonathan at the beginning. It's just that first section. So that out of a 300, I'm going with like 45. 45. I'm going to go 27. Ooh, 27. So low. that uh, razor. That's a long scene. No. <laughs> uh, I'll go 39. Not very home. Hey, but it got a 37, which is about 29.66 points higher than The Incredible Shrinking Woman. I'm so proud. So tell (laughs) your your friends in the tank. (laughs) I must write mother. (laughs) All right. The next one. Queer 101. How much of this would you say is like an essential queer text? Oh, text? Oh, yeah. Dracula is an essential queer text. But Bram Stoker's Dracula? Yeah, because that's like Bram Stoker. I mean, that's like the OG Bram Stoker. I'm going... (laughs) It's like a 220. 220? 221. (laughs) I think so. If you were teaching a queer 101 class... You'd be like, we're watching Bram Stoker's Dracula. You have 12 weeks. Eric Hoff, the theater This is true. Uh This is true. This would be absolute like required... Like monster... Drama. We're talking about this movie, not the not the. Uh, I heard the word text, and so yeah, but movies can be text. <laughs> but teach, yeah, I would put this in like a, a kind of a, a queer studies on like Grand Guignol and Camp. It's in but that's one hundred one. Yeah, well, that's the class. I guess class this is, is his one hundred one. Yeah, one hundred one. Gosh, there's so lim- so much limited time. I know. And <laughs> are we on quarters or semesters? I don't know. <laughs> trimesters. Is it a trimester? Oh, oh, that sounds like geometry. Make your own grade. Okay, we'll go with a we'll go with a one uh, one forty three. One forty three. I don't think there's a lot here that feels essential to like gay cinema. I'm gonna have to go thirty three. Wow, thirty three. You do yeah. need to know it though. Because I do, do think you should be able to like see like no like if you see someone in a red robe and that white wig like you should know what that's from. I think so. Yeah. There's certain <laughs> if you want to be, if you <laughs> profess to be any student of pop culture, you need that for brunch. If you're going yes. to a brunch, you need to know any that. brunch I'm sure. going to. Uh-huh. If somebody doesn't know them, like you ignorant. Get out of here. Go home. Take I got a 4K you can borrow. That I, I will know when I walk into brunch, I just say, "Anyone ever seen Brom Stoker's <laughs> yes. Dracula? Brunch Stoker's Dracula. I've traveled across oceans to find you. I've traveled. A- you know, it's so <laughs> the funny syrup. that they, they hold on her face during that line, not on him delivering it, which makes me ADR. wonder. ADR. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's really sick today. Uh, I'll give it a fifty. Given an average of 75.33, which is 28 points higher than Demolition Man. When they did that scene, they didn't have anywhere to put his microphone because his shirt was open. So they were like, his nipple wasn't erect enough to clip the microphone. And we left the boom at home. That's right. Whoopsie. All right. The last of the iconic categories, Camp Factor. How campy is Bram Stoker's Dracula? It's so campy. It's like, it's a lot of camp. I think so. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it's like camp and great looks is like why this movie is fun i think i think when gary oldman is in that giant red robe with the with the butt wig <laughs> yeah sure and like is reaching his like long dirty fingernails across mm-hmm. and then the shadow is playing Those, that amazing shadow. I, mean, shadow I think it's so super high camp actually yeah even like the way the the um the theatricality the, of it the, all the bat sure. wolf man is like lusting after i mean it's so campy because it's also a thing i like this movie is clearly all done not a single like location it's all a soundstage it's all a soundstage right. it's, sound right. like, it's a dream world like i like this is what a, if i ever make a movie on a soundstage oh it's got like this is the dream like these sets are amazing no, that's you know right. it's sure. like you can imagine this is like the most expensive theater production ever <laughs> yeah. yeah and like even the way they transition from scene to scene i'm going really high on this one let's go with it two seven Seventy-two, seventy-three. I'll go two thirty. Two thirty. Thanks for being in the twos. I appreciate Thank, no you. No problem. That's a good time See for you. a post-lunch coffee. Two thirty. 
That's why I, that's why I went that. Good. All right. I got a quick list of campy things I noticed. Um, here we go. Getting bad news via arrow, dramatically renouncing God, drinking the blood that comes out of a crucifix after you stab it, castle silhouettes that look like a dead man on a throne, shadow work, swinging a sword at a dinner guest who made a joke, naughty versions of Arabian Nights, inventing a new classification of lunatic, catching Count Dracula scampering along the side of a castle, discovering your client's sex dungeon, giving your vampire brides a baby to tide them over when they're feeling peckish, having to go after your horny friend in the middle of the night only to catch them having sex with a beast man, horny blood transfusions, trying to sell someone on absinthe, Dracula getting stood up, drinking through a veil, over-the-top coffins, personified mist, drinking a guy's blood and then asking to be taken away from all this death. Talk about mixed messages. And finally, writhing. Let's not forget shouting uh, random uh, non-sequiturs in Romanian into the wind. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's camp. Camp. Uh, I'll give it 250. Give an average of 251, which is the highest we've. What, yeah, that's the highest we've had in Camp Fever on this scoring system on version 8.0. Mm, so out of the last, uh, how long is this uh, Camp uh, section? Uh, been in the, in the ten movies. This, this is the ten. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So I feel good. About the next this. highest yeah. is uh, Rebecca with a 236. Also sure. a visually Rebecca. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. All right, finally we are into the crown jewels. All right, so these categories we don't rate. We just say yes or no. Great. All right, the first one, a 50% bonus of all the points for a positive portrayal of homosexuality. Does mm, Brom Stoker's no. Drag no. have a positive? <laughs> it certainly no. doesn't. <laughs> I mean, we're rooting for Renfield, but... <laughs> Even, like, implied <laughs> homosexuality, like, you know, the, the lonely vampire in the castle. It's mm-hmm. No, it's bad. It's a, it's a no. Sure. Um, he's like a Brian Singer figure. all right finally negative 50 percent of all the points if this is the movie stonewall there are stone walls true but this is not the movie stonewall so it will not lose 50 percent of its points all right very good all right that's it we're done all right so eric now that we've been through it do you still think it is in the low 40s is that what you said ultimately got higher you think you went higher i think we're like up in the upper 60s or something okay okay i'll tell you exactly how it did i'm a creative director i don't do math no that's for budget people (laughs) well give me a budget person uh, out of a total possible 2,365.58 points, Brom Stokers has scored 1,496.25, giving it a percentage of 63.25%, making it the 93rd gayest movie ever. Not as gay as Fried Green Tomatoes, but gayer than 9 to 5. <laughs> how? How? I, I don't think it's that. gayer than 9 to 5. No, I don't think so either. 9 to 5 was this one of the first mad, things you know, we ever a, did. This is a scientific system. Yeah, yeah, that's yes. true. Have you ever gone back and done a movie a second time? The only yes, show so showgirls. Showgirls. Because the oh, score yeah. system has changed. So yeah, 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 yeah. Camp on that one, I mean, my God. Yeah, that should get exactly. like 900 Roof. points. How, yeah, mm-hmm. how do you even do that? Oof. Um, I mean, Showgirls did very well. But that's yeah. a fun spot. Yeah, <laughs> that's a fun spot. two mom movies. Bit of a surprise. <laughs> a bit of a triple feature. <laughs> Why not? Um... Yeah, but we did it. That's it. Aren't there some like out lesbians in Fried Green Tomatoes? Well, in like the book, they more are so. definitely lesbians, mm. but in the movie, it's more coded. Coded. But clearly, like these mm-hmm. are clearly a lesbian relationship. The nineties, y'all. Wow. Right. Problematic time. Yes. Not a lot of great it was things. The beginning of it, though, like it was. I feel like the nineties was like, all right, we just got out of AIDS. Or yeah. I mean, it, obviously, it was happening, but it was like the gay stories didn't have to just be about AIDS, but it was like. But we can't fully. They, like, or like, they, they don't have asexual. to like die. 
the the early yeah. 90s like in the at least in themed entertainment world was all about the family friendly like even mm, vegas right, strip yeah. they were trying to turn yeah. into family friendly so they built these themed hotels and they were like the casino is going to be family friendly and so disney got those that awful kind of like color palette of the the pastels and the turquoises and like the mustard yellows all smashed up and magenta next to each other and everything they were just trying to appeal to the full family because the 80s that's where the money is yes exactly and there was kind of that weird boom coming out of the uh, the late 80s but my god then the film industry and just in rewatching some 90s films during the pandemic I couldn't believe how homophobic they were I put on I hadn't seen um, City Slickers for a while I used to love City Slickers (laughs) put it back on like one of the first scenes is like Daniel Stern like the whole time Daniel Stern's wife is like she's mean she's like shrill and always like you're you gotta do better don't you're late for work and like but then like Yeardley Smith shows up as like a pregnant 20 year old that he like knocked up and then Daniel Stern is just like screaming at his wife like this is like one of the heroes Huh. This is how the movie starts. I was like, I can't watch this. I turned it off before they even got to Jack Palance. Wow. Which movie was I just watching where this guy hops into a cab and... and Taxi driver. You were on a plane. No, no. It was, an, it was a... <laughs> and then com- Winnie Houston showed up. It was up. a comedy <laughs> where uh, Luke Wilson is in it. And the first joke is the cab driver turning around and saying something like, I'm I'm not a faggot or something. <laughs> it was really... I was like, wow. wow. Like the first bit of dialogue. Oh, old school. Old oh, school. There you go. Which was more yeah. like, oh, five maybe? Or yeah, maybe? that was yeah, a really yeah. toxic time. Yeah. The rest of the film, not super homophobic, but like... To just drop that right in the first <laughs> first sixty <laughs> seconds of the film, yeah. about they were like, we're just going to color no. this re- the rest of your movie watching experience, mm. just so you know, they're not mm, gay. Yeah, they may want to live together in a house and wrestle in petroleum <laughs> and jelly and whatnot, and streak naked through this yeah this university town, but they're not. I definitely gay. feel like two thousands were like definitely like it's like everything in culture. Like we're a reaction to like nineties became slightly more progressive, but then eighties were like yeah we know or nine two thousands were like yeah we know there's gay people out there, but we're not one of them. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Lots of as if audience was like, well, I saw Philadelphia, so surely everyone is gay in movies now. <laughs> oh wait, these guys aren't. Oh, interesting. Well, if Tom Hanks can do it, <laughs> yeah, anyone's gay. Who's next? Peter Scolari? I'll never believe it. Eric, what a treat! Such a delight. What a delight. delight. One of my faves. Well, this movie and you are one of my faves. Is there anything oh. you would like to plug, promote, or shill for at this time? Oh yeah, right now. My boyfriend is selling T-shirts to raise money for the Transgender Law Center. So go to Carter Donnell on Instagram and and pre-order your T-shirt. They're designed uh, with Sylvia Rivera, the trans activist and community organizer in mind. And they're doing pre-sale right now. One is designed by Braulio Amato, who's a kind of famous illustrator, and the other by Jeff Chung, who is just a rad uh, fine artist and awesome. skater. Awesome. Yeah. We'll, we'll have a link plug in, that. in the show notes. What a great plug. Great plug. Um, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at 2 Old Queens. Follow me on Letterboxd, where I maintain all the current movie rankings. Yeah, so you can email us at 2 Old Queens, at gmail.com. Let us know what you thought. We love hearing from you. Uh, we got a Patreon as well, if you don't mm-hmm. know that by now. Patreon.com slash 2 <laughs> queens where you get twice the queenage every month yes and we also have merch if you go to t public and search for two old queens there's a lot of fun stuff you can buy for yourself and your loved ones and a percentage of all the proceeds goes to the okra project so you're not just buying merch you're helping people out um but that's it right that's, it. that's all we got we did it we'll see you next time everybody stay safe goodbye now it's time for credits we got music by danny cohen artwork by conrad shin and special thanks to alex arche and mike rennie bye we didn't get that right
How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.